Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Fear Me, a podcast about The Walking Dead. I'm Kim. This is Stuart. And Scott. And we're going to recap Season 6, Episode 3, called Thank You, that aired last night. And I just don't even know what to say about this episode. It was like an emotional roller coaster. (laughs) Yeah, it was. I was all over the place with this episode. And at one point, I wanted to stop watching and I wanted to kill everybody that had anything involved with this show. And then all of a sudden I went to happy again. So I think I liked it, but it was um, really tough on me. Well, that's that's pretty thorough there, Kim. <laughs> uh, you're going to be okay? I think I'll be okay. Still, I'll see him this some weekend. Of that Xanax? Would you get her some of the Xanax? In the yeah, oh, yeah, it's on hand. It's on hand. Right, yeah. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually liked it. I don't think you could help but liking it. Um, I think at the start it was a little bit more labored uh, going through the story, especially in comparison with uh, the previous two episodes, which were freaking incredible. Um, but this one was a little bit slower starting out. Um, but, man, that ending was insane. And I, I think one of my favorite things about the entire episode was watching Kim's reaction. <laughs> As she sat there in the fetal position on the couch. (laughs) And then started jumping up and down. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Why were you jumping up and down? Remember I was like crawling up the back of the couch and I was like, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not in excitement. You're just like freaking out. I was. I was like, oh, it was like watching a horror movie. I th- you know, one thing I thought was really great about the episode and really the last three episodes is all three episodes take place probably within a couple of hours. Yeah. I mean, three episodes running in parallel to each other. Um, it's cool because you're watching like the episode yesterday where you hear at one point the horn go off. Mm-hmm. You know, you remember that from the previous episode. You hear shots being fired. Right. You know, you know what's going on when that happens. Um, it's just really cool to be able to run parallel with those three stories. And, uh, and they are definitely action packed stories. Well, and it keeps bringing you back to those things too, because as you're following Rick versus following, um, uh, the, the people in the other small town, you're hearing the gunshots and you're hearing the horn and, um, it, it keeps coming back, especially the gunshot part, I think with Rick. Well, it, it, it keeps incorporating the intensity of the moment. Right. Um, it helps to to like you say. I mean, it helps to remind you that 
oh, this other stuff's going on right at the same time. Right. Well, it kind of keeps rewinding, doesn't it? Yep. yep. Yeah. And especially when you see Rick and he's out there running by himself and then he comes upon the other zombies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think you hear gunshots a little bit after that when he's going to get the RV. Yeah, you do. Right. I wonder if they're going to be able to keep up this intensity for the entire season or are they going to give us a break at all? Because I feel like, well, maybe next week will be kind of a break, but right now I feel like I need one. I think it's still going to be pretty intense next week. Um, I think they will later on, but they, they've still got some things that are going on uh, that are going to keep it from uh, slowing down too much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've still got a, a mountain of walkers heading towards Alexandria and a mountain of walkers following that ugly caprice or whatever that car is and and, uh, and bearing down on rick now too yes exactly mm. oh, that's right and plus next episode i think it's supposed to be an hour and a half so they got a lot of time to fill there too yeah 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 but they have plenty of storyline to work with okay so what are some of your favorite from this episode yeah one of my favorite parts was when uh daryl left sasha and abraham and when he said, I got faith in you, and then took off, because I did not want to see the three of them just hanging out together with all the walkers, trying to lead them for 20 miles. Right. And so I thought... Oh, so you thought that was a good decision, huh? I don't know that it was a good decision. I was just glad to see it happen in the storyline. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I you know, I don't think it was good that he left at all, um, but it just showed that, you know, it, it just added to, I guess, some of the texture of the storyline. It didn't, yeah. it didn't really amount to anything, though, because he ended up just going back to him again. No, that's true, but... But I yeah. agree with you. I thought it uh, kind of gave a uh, little depth to Daryl, that he wasn't just being a uh, herder. No, he was concerned so, about the people of his group. Where... Okay, this is what I miss somehow. Where was Daryl going? Was he going to help Rick, or was he going back to Alexandria? I think he was going to help Rick. Okay. In the direction of Alexandria. Right. So, it, it, you know, that's one thing that's kind of hard to figure out, though, is um, with this whole episode. And it was the one thing that kind of made me scratch my head is it seemed to me that when Morgan went back to Alexandria, he got there damn fast. I know. And this crowd's like taking two days to get there. And exactly. that's what I, I was a little bothered by that, too, because it was like, how far away are they? Right. And how, and how did Morgan get back so fast? Right. I mean, Morgan I mean, it, seemed to fly there and these people are... are uh, trundling along and they're standing around a lot i mean for people that are frantically trying to get back to their loved ones they're doing a lot of standing and they also have no idea where they're going and they're completely relying on nicholas to get back right right which which just seemed very weird because they're like i have no idea where we are unless they're coming just like taking this huge roundabout way to get back because they're trying to avoid the herd i don't know yeah but the herd should have been behind them Right, and they said they were 30 minutes ahead of the herd by that point. Mm-hmm. Even though that didn't prove to be true, remember? I think she said it, but then it, then they actually showed up a lot faster than she expected. It's a quick herd. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. they could have just been hanging out in that pet store for a while. Yeah, but they should have been well ahead of that crowd, uh, of the horde, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that was a weird one. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I still get bothered by the fact that they can't seem to outrun these slow-ass zombies. Uh-huh. You know, um, and and how <laughs> in the middle of the woods, a zombie could come up behind you and get you. I know. I mean, leaves I mean, are going like to pe- be breaking, or twigs are going to be breaking, leaves are going to be crunching, you know, you're going to hear them. But, it, but if you're in a store hiding and you drop a hammer, 
all the zombies come running. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. what do they got super hearing compared to us? I well, mean, jeez. Uh, that one was a lot more <laughs> evident when that one guy was complaining about how Rick screwed everything up right at the start. Yes. He was complaining to Michonne, and yes. all of a sudden he's like, being eaten it's like what the hell were you doing over there by yourself anyways but how did you boy are you lame exactly. right up behind you wow yeah rick screwed it up i knew he wasn't long for the world no no but that was it yes. was pretty funny it was um but when you're asking uh some of the the my favorite aspects of the episode yeah and and we will talk what ha- we'll talk in depth I'm sure about what happened to Glenn but the one thing I liked is that that wasn't the end of the episode mm-hmm. you know to supposedly lose a major character like that and there's still another 10 to 15 minutes left in the episode I thought that was pretty cool yeah yeah cuz there well cuz it was also messing with you cuz you kept thinking well maybe something else is going to happen but I think getting back to that guy that got eaten first though that was mm-hmm. complaining Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a really intense moment when Rick was just sitting there pulling the weapons off of him, and all the Alexandrian people are like looking around, like, yeah, like what the hell is he doing? <laughs> He's, you know, that he that, that was our friend that just died, uh-huh. and Rick's just like going in and grabbing all the weapons, like, all right, get back, get back safe. I think is what he said, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's being practical just, again. He mm-hmm. was being practical, but I think you know, it's just it's that sharp contrast again between. Um, Alexandrians and, and our crew that's been out in the wild for so long. Mm-hmm. One thing, though, I want to add is where what I thought there was a lot more Alexandrians in the in the herd run. It seemed like there was a lot more people getting the, the herds moving and there's not many people heading back. I mean, other than Heath and like the other three people or whatever. Maybe they yeah, right. maybe they already got eaten by the zombies, got overrun quick. Maybe. But I, then I don't think if that were the case, then I don't think uh, Glenn and Michonne would be too uh, surprised or horrified with what Rick said about, well, some of these people aren't going to make it. Yeah. You know, if they had already if some of them have already been wiped out, then that needs to go unsaid. <laughs> well, that was actually one of my favorite points that I was going to bring up was that whole conversation between Rick and Glenn and Michonne. Um, and it was a pretty harsh conversation. But again, it was just reiterating that he's very practical he's not gonna dick around anymore this is the way it is and they are still trying to hold on to those to that emotional part of this whole thing and trying to um you know save people basically and rick's like no save yourself don't worry about these people because they're weak and they can't make it on their own so why should we save them because they're just gonna drag us down so and that kind of like goes throughout the entire episode, that whole feeling of like foreboding, like somebody major is going to die. <clears throat> and unfortunately, I'd already heard some of the spoilers. So it was like when the when the episode first started, I was just waiting and anticipating for something like that to happen. And so when he had that conversation, especially with Glenn, I was like, OK, it, it's going to happen. And I felt really bad. <laughs> And I was truly hoping that whoever was whoever was releasing these spoilers was going to be wrong, but then they still could be wrong, in my opinion. Oh yeah, I I I agree with you though. I was kind of like Glenn at the beginning of it, running through the woods was kind of like, hmm, you know, yeah, something's going to be featured about Glenn in this episode. Um, but I still am kind of scratching my head as where the hell did everybody else go? Yeah. And 
why are they just running through the woods lost like they are? Well, I think it's pretty feasible that they could have possibly gotten split up from another group. Sure. That might be going somewhere else. Uh, you'd think that the Alexandrians they're with would be concerned or bring it up that, oh, yeah, our other guys are out there by themselves. But, um, I, I mean, I could easily see these people getting split up a good bit, especially from that uh, the first episode when they pan out and they're running away at first. Mm-hmm. Um, the zombies are already well into the woods uh, when these people are, are just kind of getting going out of there. Um, well, I would think, of, you know, the big guy that was in the group, I think his name was Scott, it, it, the one who yeah. had his wife back in, right? Right. Oh, yeah, right, right. I, I can't imagine that that guy wouldn't be bolting ahead of everybody just heading back to town. Oh, I know. You know, and there's so many scenes where they're just standing there talking. I know. Kind of like, And I think that was actually good just um, when he starts bringing up his wife and how Glenn's like, well, you know, I've got my wife back there, too. Right. It was it was kind of like uh, okay, it's an even playing field. You're not the only one with someone to lose back there. So, well, evidently, it's not a very good thing to have a wife back in the town. <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe that's what they were trying to tell us. <laughs> okay. Or maybe it's something about having a wife. Uh, no, that, what did I say? Let's see. Wait a minute. <laughs> I take it back. I got the names wrong. David is the big guy. Scott yeah. is, is the black guy. Oh, right, right, okay. right, right. That right. got shot in you the just, leg. Yeah. And can I just say... You, you just think everybody's named Scott. That Isn't it kind of funny that all the white characters died this time in the Asian? Supposedly. Um, and all the black characters stayed alive. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I'm not touching that one with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> I think the writers are actually listening to everybody talk about that racial imbalance now. And they're flipping it. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, here, you don't uh, want them to die? Here you go. <laughs> exactly. Well, they did. They were pitting. They were pitting um, Heath and Michonne against each other a good bit in this one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, different philosophies. Yep. Um, they were, but they didn't die. Well, and, you know, Heath. Heath. He doesn't trust them, and he, probably no. With Heath. Good no, because Heath is kind of the strong one in the Alexandrian group. Right. At least he thinks he's the strong one. Yep. But um, as Michonne's pointing out to him, and he he seemed to accept it as well as he really doesn't know what strong is yet. Yeah. Hey, speaking of which, she said she said to him, "You you haven't experienced having blood all over you, right?" So they have that scene where he looks at himself and he's got blood all over. Yeah. Him. Right. There's none on his glasses <laughs> at all. <laughs> his glasses are completely clean. They're actually cleaner than mine. <laughs> Well, he, <laughs> when he first got splattered with blood, though, he had some, he had blood all over him. No, no, not on his glasses. But I was going to say, think about how you would feel if you were in Heath's position, where he was the guy that would protect Alexandria in the past, and he was the one that would go out on these runs and go out for weeks at a time, and he survived, and a lot of the other people survived, and then all of a sudden you've got these, um, this horde of people that think they know better than you do and they're kind of like stepping on their toes you know i can understand why heath is pissed Mm -hmm. i would be too yeah i mean i can understand why he's skeptical too but it seems like heath is still for someone who's been out there going around and so forth he still seems to be kind of naive about things which that kind of strikes me as well they all are but now we know why well they're they're portraying him as being naive yeah but i mean but He's got to have seen things when he was out and mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Right. I mean, with with 
with all the stuff our gang has had to go through, you would think that Heath would have experienced some of that. But I, I think that we know why now, most be, mostly because all the most of the walkers were in that um, quarry. And who, who knows how far out he really went. Well, that's you, true. You think that's he was true. just hanging out somewhere? He's got like his own special pad? Well, no, I'm just saying he they, does. I mean, they probably didn't go more than 20 miles <laughs> out. Slum nest. When they would go yeah, on these runs. It's like he's stocking he's, up a bunch of stuff at one place and he just goes and hangs out there. He's just like, I got to get out of this damn town once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> these people are making me crazy. <laughs> Okay, so one of my other favorite parts is that, once again, they brought up Herschel um, because Glenn told uh, Rick, I think it was, that we all have a job to do, and that was a, another throwback to Herschel. So they keep bringing Herschel back into things, and, of course, we also saw the, the pocket watch that Herschel gave Glenn when he was emptying his pockets. Do you remember that part? Right. Um, yep. And that was Herschel's. So it's nice to see that that Herschel's still in the mix and that he's still a huge part of Glenn and that he's influencing some of the things that, that Glenn's going to be doing, or Glenn did do during this episode. And then, of course, he also influenced Maggie last episode. So that was just nice to see Herschel again. <laughs> I think what we should talk about next, I think, would be uh, Rick and Rick's little adventure and, uh, and some of... Uh, Rick's responsibilities in this episode. Like what? Well, the fact that this has all been Rick's plan, and Rick's plan's gone to shit. Yeah, yeah that's uh, true. He's... And, Hell yeah, and uh, you know, how is Rick going to handle that? I mean, Rick looked very panicky in the in the uh, RV at the end there. Hadn't seen him panic like that. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, he was... He was freaking out. And I don't think we've seen him like that since we were at the prison. But it was like all of a sudden, I, I think he had a real breakthrough when he pulled that jar of um, baby food out of that right. wolf's pocket and realized what really might be going down back home and that his kids were involved probably. I think that's what broke him. He's like, fuck. So you, you think he's he's understanding that he screwed up at that point? Yeah, I think it's it's dawning on him that his whole plan has gone to shit. Yeah, and I think it should be mentioned. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's kind of obvious that these are the wolves that uh, Morgan released. Yes, right. and don't you just want to smack the hell out of Morgan? Yes. yes. Take the damn stick away from that guy <laughs> and give him a gun. Get to business, exactly. Morgan. Sorry, Zen Master. Go go uh, coach the Lakers if you want to do that kind of And crap. at first I was like, he killed two of them in the RV. And I was like, okay, there's more somewhere. Right. And he, and he looked like he was relieved that he killed the two. And I was like, dude, you better get the hell up. There's more guys <laughs> Not like coming. that. I kept thinking, I said, like, close the door. That's what I kept thinking. I'm like, are you an idiot in windows? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> and his back was always to the window in the driver's side. Yeah. I was like, zombies go come and pull through that window, guy. <laughs> 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 You're dead. <laughs> Well, and the thing that the the RV didn't start, but the reason it didn't start was Kim pointed out when we saw it the second time was what, Kim? Mm -hmm. They shot the dashboard. They shot the dashboard. They must have done Uh, something to to screw it up. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Because I didn't notice it at all when they were first fighting because, of course, you watched him fight the wolves, so I didn't even see that they had shot the dashboard. But Um, He did pretty unceremoniously put those wolves down, though, didn't he? And the guys outside... With the machine gun? Oh, that, that was brutal. That was. 
That was a pretty <laughs> cool scene, though. Pretty cool. Yes, it was. Yeah, he, he went off. I was just going to say, I wonder how in the world he's going to get out of that situation because, I mean, he's got all those walkers that are bearing down on him. There's nowhere for him to go except maybe the roof of the RV. No, he could get out the driver's side door and run away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, you get I mean, with with the walkers, though. Um, it's like the Pepe Le Pew thing. Yeah. It's like no matter where you run, they just kind of pop up right there. And you're like, damn it. I thought I was yeah, running you're... for like a half an hour. And you guys are could... right there again. Right. Exactly. But you could see from the overhead, man, there was like. He had a whole door he could just run away from the RV from. But when you did see the aerial, yeah, they you were saw all, all they, you saw they the were road. already already passing the RV. So, but again, yeah. again, these guys are like dragging their feet. I mean, yep. a human being can't outrun these guys by you know an hour. I mean, geez, get out, run to the town. It's real simple, Rick. The other thing that during that scene that they're making. Um, pretty important is how how injured he was yeah when he got in the fight with the um mm-hmm. which I, I have to say what that was another one of my favorites was that he breaks the knife in yep. that one walker mm-hmm. but the other walker just happened to have one stabbed in his shoulder so he just <laughs> yeah. grabbed well, that. actually did you did you notice though the one that he grabbed was actually halfway through a guy's head oh uh, was it oh okay. yeah yeah, that was. They showed the one in the guy's shoulder, but if you look at him when he actually gets the knife, it's like halfway buried in some dude's head that's attacking him. Oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> Shaving like, accident. Yeah, that's I awesome. guess so. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so he cut his hand on that knife, and it's we bleeding think, pretty badly. We think he cut his hand on that knife. He did not get bit, if that's what you're alluding to. I don't know. No, I don't know. I've heard bit? some rumors about a one-handed Rick. That doesn't mean he got bit. No. He definitely got the walker blood all over him, but from what we know to date, that's not supposed to do anything. Right. Right. But it doesn't mean he wasn't bit. Who do you think bit him? When he was when he was wrestling with the uh the the walkers. I don't think he got bit. Nah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. See what what would be a real switcheroo that would really have my head scratching is if we come back and Glenn's alive and Rick dies. <laughs> <laughs> very true. I'd be like, well, I didn't see that coming. No. <laughs> no. Scott did. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, yeah, so I think we'll find out soon about what happens with that hand. Yeah, and I, I think they are. They're trying to make it um, pretty prominent. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's why I think he was bit. Good grief. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, can I can I ask one thing though? One a weird scene was when Nicholas, when they're first walking away or got away from the the herd. Yeah. And Nicholas has that kind of weird shudder tripping thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the yeah. hell was all that about? I think that was like anxiety. Yeah, I think he was kind of going into a fugue state a couple of times, and it's kind of what he ended up going into later on. Um I think he kind of he he panics and his and he kind of shuts down. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. it did look like he just kind of was like, oh, frozen yeah, it, for a second. Yeah, it was almost like a, a fainting response yeah. in a way. And, but I, he, and it was always Glenn having to yell at him to get him out of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the two of them became kind of buddy buddy after that whole thing with Noah. Yeah. It's like they're both trying to help each other, trying to be each other's saviors. Well, it does seem like Glenn's still kind of reluctant, even though he's doing it. 
Well, yeah, he, he should like, be. Right, right. I don't, uh, I don't, I mean, he's doing, he's putting a hell of a lot of effort into it. Yep. It's like yep. every time that guy shuts down, he's like, Nicholas! Exactly, <laughs> I mean, exactly. And he, he does, uh, throughout the episode, he seems like he's really trying to teach him, and he's like, you know, you're different now, and mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's not just about giving the guy chances, he's like really trying to mentor him. One thing that makes this show unique is, um, and what makes it interesting is that pretty much in any other sitcom or, or show or drama, you would see Nicholas would have redeemed himself. You would have seen that. They would have had Nicholas redeem himself just to have a nice, happy story there. Mm. Not in this one. Well, I mean, he kind of redeemed himself. Kind of. Last episode when he was helping out with the walkers and at the, um, at that one store. But I don't think it's enough. I, you mean the roll-down door store? Yeah, that yes. store. I mean, there's nothing that he can do to turn back what happened with Noah. I mean, he got no. Noah killed on purpose. Yeah. But they bring up another instance that he screwed up, right? Yes. When, they, when they're talking about being in this town and Heath is, is starting to talk to him about it, like, is this where it happened and all that kind of right. stuff. Right, there was another group that they left behind. He and uh, Aiden. Yeah. So Nicholas is really good at this. Yeah. Yeah. And and Nicholas, even though he shows some moments of where he might be, you know, turning things around, he's still terrified of everything. Of course. And, and you know, and, and he, he looks like he'll run any moment. Yep. Oh, who's the guy we didn't bring up yet? Oh, shoot. Sturgis. Sturgis. Sturgis yeah, I kept, I kept thinking yes, Sturgeon. <laughs> God, I, I was so happy that guy ran away. God, if I had to hear any more of his whining, I was going to scream. Oh, I know. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, what happened to Rick? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, really, dude? <laughs> Scott, you could have gotten that part. I know. I could. So, yeah, he's the one that shot Scott in the leg when, I guess, did he get hit from behind or something? By a well, zombie? he was he was trying to shoot zombies. He was just kind of shooting everywhere. And ended good, up hitting. Good Scott job, in the Sturgis. Light. Yeah, Sturgis was a great character. <laughs> I'm glad he lasted five minutes. <laughs> but why did he run in the exact opposite way of of home? He just ran, man. That I don't dude think he was, knew where he was running. That guy was just scared shitless. But you know, he, he did just, run in the he opposite. Like, shot he, off like five rounds. He's like, <laughs> and then took but off. you know, he ran away from them, but they ended up in the same town. Exactly. Huh. <laughs> makes no sense. No. He, I thought he went the other direction. No. Yeah, but you had to see him eaten. Come on. Well, of course. Yeah. I know. Course. We had to have closure on him. So we get closure on him. Mm-hmm. They're cornered, and they get mm-hmm. shut up in the pet shop. Yes. Let me point out one thing, too. Um, you guys, all three of us being Southerners, living in the South and so forth. Yeah. Um how often do you find closed off alleyways in your towns? Never. Never. <laughs> this is not Baltimore. I know. I know. I thought about it's that. It's not too. even Virginia. Virginia's like a southern town too. I mean, what? Is that a southern I, thing? I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's pretty much southern thing cuz you go to northeastern cities and all and they've got alleys everywhere and Is it just southerners are too lazy to open a gate? <laughs> no, we just got we got roads. <laughs> okay. All right. But I just thought it was funny. Every time they turn around, they're in a dead alley. Oh, yeah. What the hell? Oh, y'all are funny. <laughs> All right. 
Okay, I was wondering why when they were in the pet shop, it took forever for them for those zombies that were locked inside the pet shop. Yeah, to make noise. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And they made loud noises. Yeah, because right. they were they were in there for a while having a discussion about how much Heath did not know, right. and yeah. there was no sound from any zombies. Although right. they they spent a lot of time like looking at. Um, all the other dead pets, and I kept wanting to one just pop up. Me too. I was dying. I was waiting for that to happen. Like yeah, a little it was kind of ferret hard. to just pop up and be like, Ree! or I wanted <laughs> wanted Heath to reach in the cage and go, "Hmm, this is yummy." Yeah, gross. Beef jerky. Oh god! I was actually hoping that the sounds were coming from a zombie dog locked in the closet. Hmm. Boy, that would open a whole can of worms. <laughs> okay, now we got zombie animals. How are we going to explain this one? Oh, I would love to see some zombie animals. That's what they really need. There are no zombie animals, Kim. So I know. just get over it. I know, I know. But that would be great. Well, the intensity of when they start making the noise in the closet, when I'm saying that, this is the supposed probably pet shop owners start yes. making that noise, and then Michonne looks outside, and you just see all of them coming. It's like, right. oh, shit. Right. And she says, they're coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, they're screwed now. And you, they go to commercial, and you think they're screwed. Mm-hmm. And then they just kick through the doors. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, they they have scenes where you're out in the middle of this horde, and that, that group is just making all kinds of noise and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, but they can hear this this pair of zombies inside the store and that gets their attention well no and there were like some of the zombies were were walking close to the outside of the storefront sure and i mean they were walking by the entire time and they weren't but if getting they just attracted stayed quiet they would have wandered away yeah but then when those other two started making all the noise that's mm-hmm. when the other zombies got up on the storefront so then there was right, a right. whole series of them on the storefront that's why the other zombies started coming that's right. why I, that's what i was thinking but they end. They tend to drift away if they don't hear anything. Maybe by that time they could just smell them. Okay. It, yeah, it might have. It might have taken a while for them to drift away though, just because of the sheer amount of them moving towards them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And the other side of it was maybe they didn't want to chance it. Yeah. Because it was that many of them. And if there's that many of them, maybe they could have broken through the windows, or doors, whatever. Yeah. Just because of the weight of thousands maybe. of them coming at them. Maybe. But they could have piled all kinds of hands. Are you trying to say my argument is not good? Ah, it's, all right, it's brothers. mediocre. It's <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> I do. I'm just saying, it was surprising that they, that's what I was getting into. It was surprising that all of a sudden they kicked the doors open because I didn't think they were going to do it either. Right. I thought they were going to wait it out and all of a sudden they kicked the doors open. Yeah. And right. after that discussion about how, oh, oh, I heard Rick saying, you know, leave them behind because we're weak. Mm-hmm. Then no one took care of the girl with the broken or the sprained ankle. No, they're like, Aunt, oh shit, Annie. Her name is Annie. <laughs> they were like, oh yeah, you. <laughs> oh, come keep on, going. hop, skip, and jump. Catch up. <laughs> right after they just had that discussion. Right, yeah. I agree. It was like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, let's let's make the slowest one go last. <laughs> Maybe Heath didn't like her. Maybe I liked her. I thought she was great. I did she too. said all the right stuff. Well, didn't you think in that scene too that was Michonne's moment to look like she was at at her end where she was like so nervous that things just weren't going to go their way and there was no hope almost? Oh yeah, I mean she snapped it. Heath 
about, you know, hey, I'm doing my best mm-hmm. when he was saying something. Keith was always saying She was something. like she had the weight of the world on her shoulders and she didn't know what the hell to do and she was just feeling bad. Well, she's, always, she's always been more of like um, kind of solo and here she was more in kind of leadership role. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was kind of an awkward situation for her and especially to have someone that was um, questioning her decisions at the same time. Well, right. and having two injured people in the group. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you supposed right. to do? I mean, I think in her head, she knew that those people probably weren't going to make it. And they wouldn't either because they're slowing them down or could get them hurt, too. She's a completely different character than she's been in seasons previously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She's definitely uh, a little more vocal. Yeah. And maybe a little bit less sure of herself. Um, So we got Annie. Annie gets wiped out on the sidewalk. And they're running all around and David doesn't get over the fence. David's chowed down on why were they watching him? <laughs> that's, that's what Spurt was why? screaming they at the TV last night. He's like, shoot him. I mean, why would you not put, take the guy out of his misery for Pete's sake? They the, never did. They just watched no. him and then they walked away. Yeah. Heath's like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> and that guy's like, like still getting eaten. He's still alive. I'm, I know. I mean, it was like, so, so not right for those characters. I know. It Mm-mm. did not make any sense. I mean, Michonne, I mean, every time you see Michonne, she's putting that, that blade through somebody's head. I think that spot and the spot where the guy gets eaten early in the episode are like the two big question marks for me in the whole episode. Yeah. As to what, I don't get it. Like, why did, why was that even put in there? But yeah, they, they totally should have killed that guy and put him out of his misery. I know. I mean, it didn't make any sense. And why didn't they, you know... Heath finally started shooting, but I mean, geez, you know, why not shoot the people hanging on their legs, you know, start blow, blasting away with the gun. He could have gotten that guy out of there. Well, that scene reminded me of when Noah died, when Glenn had to watch Noah and his face was pressed up mm-hmm. against the glass and you could just see the zombies tearing him apart. It was like the exact same scene all over again. Right. And you know, that if somebody could have helped Noah out of his misery, they probably would have. So I really mm-hmm. don't understand why right. they didn't help him. Especially Michonne. Michonne does this all the time. I mean, she's, she sees someone's gotten bit, she'll put a, the blade through their head. Yeah. And grab the note. I kept waiting right. for her to grab that note out of his pocket because she saw him put it in there. Well, doesn't she also not want to have poor David become a zombie? I know. I mean, they do it for everybody else. They stab him in the head so they don't become zombies. Yeah. So, well, and then well, later on, she wipes the little message back to him off her right. arm, arm that she had written. Mm-hmm. Yeah, saying that you'd make it home. Especially when you're talking about a guy that was sacrificing a lot for them. I mean, he knew he was going to be dead. Yep. And But he's still stuck in there with them. To help them get out of there, you'd think they'd have a little bit more compassion for the guy. I know. I, don't know. I think the special effects guys won on that one. Yeah. Like, come on, so. give us more time with him. Nah, maybe. Maybe. We like we need, to hear screaming. <laughs> we, we need more blood bags to pop. He's a good screamer. All right. So, one of my other favorite parts who noticed the zombie towards the end that was shown like three or four times? Uh, the tall one? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Explain. It was Greg Nicotero. Ah, was yep. it? Good old Greg. Yep, he was pretty good looking too. Pretty scary. His eyes were kind of sunken. Well, he in. was. Yeah, he was down around the uh, dumpster at the base of Glen. 
Ah, gotcha. He's reaching up. Was that the one that uh, that Nick kind of fixated on when he was going into his fugue? He did. He he brushed over him, like when he was looking at mm. all the different zombie faces. Greg Nicotero right. was one of them. Yeah. There was another zombie that they kept showing prominently. They showed him like four or five times, and he was kind of tall and skinny, and I cannot for the life of me figure out who he is, but he looked really familiar. Right. He was the guy that they actually looked at through the yes, fence. Yes, exactly. When they were trying yeah, to get away. Right, right, I've right. gotten to figure out who he is. Because I feel like we've seen him on previous episodes before, dressed as a different zombie. But Well, I guess, you know, we've kind of gotten to the point where we got to address the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. And that's I know. And that's the demise or not demise of Glenn. Mr. Glenn Ree, may he rest in peace or not. I want to hear Scott's opinion first. <laughs> no you don't. Yeah, I do. All right. Um uh, no, I no I don't. <laughs> well, first of all, how did it mm-hmm. make you feel? How did it feel, Scott, when you saw him die? It was a tender moment. I needed to be alone for a while. You couldn't watch anymore, could you? I was like, "Oh, come on!" No, I, uh, I, I was like, "Oh man, that sucks." Well, I think leading up to it too that we have to discuss is it was that whole switch between watching Michonne trying to get over the fence and then Glenn getting up on the uh, dumpster. Right. So it was like something's happening. One of these guys is going to die. Right. And they kept going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth until. Finally, uh, Nicholas pulls a gun out, and then you're like, whoop, there you go. There's a wild card. I really felt like that uh, Glenn was, I I really got the feeling, oh, shit, something's getting ready to happen to Glenn when he he said to Rick, good luck, dumbass. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because that was the first thing he ever said to Rick. Yep. Hmm. There was a lot of foreboding in this this, um, episode for Glenn. But, again, is he dead or not? Um. I I'm starting to lean towards not. I know I when I I was telling Kim when I went back and watched it the second time I looked particularly carefully at the scene where he's getting chowed down on, and they're they're pulling guts and stuff out of somebody in a tan coat, hmm. and Nicholas was the one wearing a tan coat. Well, and they're pulling it out of like his rib cage or something too. Right. It's just it's like the placement's weird. Right. So they weren't exactly tearing into Glenn yet. Mm-hmm. But, you know, while I hate to see Glenn's character go, they, they're going to have to do, <laughs> they're going to have to do something really magical to keep Glenn going because that was uh, pretty dire straits there. Yeah, how does he not get just like nipped or something? Oh, right. I mean, Jesus. You know, they had a thousand guys piled on top and it was a mosh pit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it's um, it's pretty impractical to think that even if there is a body laying on top of him, I mean, his head is still exposed mm-hmm. and his neck and the upper part of his chest was still exposed. Somebody would have... But he was pretty covered in gore, though. He was pretty covered in gore. Yeah, but not zombie gore. Mm, no. That was fresh blood. And it's supposed to be zombie gore that hides your scent from the other walkers. That's true. Or maybe it's just dead guy scent. We do know that they don't eat the whole body. I mean, we've never seen one where they've stripped it to the bones, right? Uh, yeah, we have. Uh, we have? The, the walker that ate Lori ate all of her. That was an outlier. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the only one. I mean, most of the time when you see them attacking people, they're just chowing down in their stomach and then they leave. Yeah. 
you know. I think it's because they chow down until they're dead. And then once they're dead, they're not interested Yeah, anymore. that's what I think, too. So, Nick was dead. Mm-hmm. Maybe they associated the blood and all with dead Nick oh. and uh, lost interest. Maybe. Still, it's a big reach. It is a big reach. But again, he could get underneath that dumpster. I, I guess. I mean, I didn't see how high off the ground it, it was. It was rolling but... around, so it's got to be on casters, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance he could mm-hmm. get under there. Yeah. Sure. I'm still kind of confused why they didn't, he didn't go for the stairwell. I'm confused why he didn't jump on the side fence. I know. They could have rolled the dumpster to the fence. They could have jumped on that fence and climbed to the top and gotten on that roof. Right. Or not even that one, even on the other one. There was the one that had all the bushes on it. Yeah. They could have jumped over there. They could have practically vaulted that, that okay. one and well, landed here, on the other side. Here's the other thing that kind of makes me think that he's still alive, that this was intentional, that when he fell. Um, when Nicholas shot himself, Glenn just stood there mm-hmm. and then kept holding on to him and then fell over down on the ground. It, there seemed like a lot of time where he could have just been like pushing Nicholas off. No. Right. Unless you know? he was just in shock. Yeah. I I guess. I think he was just in shock. He seemed to be pretty shocked. Yeah, but the, how much shit these guys have gone through? I mean, do you go into shock that easily? When somebody blows their brains out right in front of you? Yeah. Yeah, you're surrounded by a hundred zombies. I think you're already in shock at that point. You're already, your adrenaline's already moving. This guy shoots himself. I, I think you push him off. Yeah. Unless he's pulling him on top of him. That's what I'm saying. Or at least when they when they started falling, you could see he pulled him on top. Yeah, he did. So, I mean, you could so see maybe he... he was thinking of that. Yeah, that's true. I guess we'll find out, well, won't we? We will. I don't know. What's your thought, Kim? You think he's dead? No, I don't. No, you don't. That you don't because you don't want him to be dead, or you don't because <laughs> you don't think he's dead. I went through a whole range of emotions when all that happened. Where. I, I like I wanted to cry almost. It was almost like Herschel's death. Like, first of all, I just want to say the spoiling dead sucks and I do not like your site and I think that you should be shut down. Why did you go to their site? No, they are the ones that put out all the information about him dying in this episode. Oh. Okay. And where are they getting their information? Because they have people on set and watching all the action happening. And so the ma- some of the news outlets are picking up their information and saying, well, the Spoiling Dead reports, blah, blah, blah. Oh, really? And that's how it got out because I was pretty good last week about avoiding all that because I heard there were some spoilers about a major character's death. And it's been speculated that Glenn was going to die this season anyways oh, yeah. because of a certain event that has yet to happen. But um, t- for it to happen this fast... Like, that's unheard of. So so when I heard there was something that was being leaked, I avoided it at all costs. And then all of a sudden, a site that I am normally on and is normally good about this sort of thing put it on their front page. And I was pissed. Hmm. Really? And so when this happened last night, I was like, no, that can't be right. It's got to be like a hallucination or he's going to wake up. Something that's just not right. He's <laughs> not dead. Saying- you kept saying that over and over again. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And so it was like, I wanted to cry if he was really dead. But I'm like, in my head, I'm like, he's not dead. He can't be dead. Something's going on, and I don't know what's happening. And and then I was like, I've got to get, like, I normally avoid Facebook. 
during this time of the night, but I was like, I've got to get on Facebook. Somebody has to calm me down because I'm going to lose my shit. Because and your husband couldn't? I, no, well, she, no. If, 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 no, she doesn't believe anything I say. No, so well, if, if I was going to... If I was going to try and talk Kim down about it, she wouldn't. She has to hear it from somebody else. She doesn't listen to me. This okay. is true, but I was like, like I was really upset about this because I I know he's going to die eventually, but this is not the way I wanted him to die. Being knocked off a dumpster with Nicholas and then just being devoured by by zombies, like no, he can't die like that. That's like a wimpy way to die. It was not a noble death. Exactly. It's not. It's not iconic either. It's just like an accident. Yeah, right. but it's probably you know, probably that's the irony of it. So I don't want to believe he's dead. I do not believe he's dead. People have calmed me down. I saw the error of my ways, and I think he's okay. <laughs> well, you this just get is... really southern in that one. I know. Yep. I know. Error well, my ways. As we heard at, in, during the Talking Dead afterwards, uh, Sky Gimple put out a statement that said, um, in some way we will see Glenn, some version of Glenn, or parts of Glenn again, either in flashbacks or in the current story, to help complete the story. Like an arm? Yeah. Thank you, Glenn. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. That was not helpful at all. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> I know. You could have saved that one. But Hardwick didn't, like, he even made mention, he was like, oh, but we did not put Glenn up there on purpose. Right. It seemed like he was going to say why, but then he just ended with that, I think. Right. So that's actually what made me start feeling better was when they flashed up the memoriam and Glenn's not there. No. So automatically right. I'm like, hallelujah, he's not dead because... I think right. your exact words were, Glenn's not there. Glenn's not there. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. There really should have been a video camera on me last night. <laughs> You're a wreck. <laughs> Stu, you should do that. You should post a video on her when she's doing this stuff. I didn't want to sit near. I thought she was just going to explode all of a sudden. I think, I think we'd get tons of people coming to our webpage if you had that video on there. Yes. Watch Kim go nuts. <laughs> oh, my God. Kim's minute-by-minute minute interpretation of the episode. Oh, ooh, ah! No, yeah. no, no! <laughs> Blue, green, no, red, red. <laughs> um, um, so, uh, so yeah, with Scott was with what Scott Gimple saying, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. He's just being vague again. But I'm really hoping that it's not um, a part of Glenn that we see. That it's like his full body and he's alive and not a zombie. And <laughs> you're thinking literally parts of him. Yes. Right. It could okay. be, you never know. Um, and I hope that, I hope it's just wrong. It's not true. Like Scott said, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Now, there's another ramification to all this. Um, if Glenn is dead, um, what is this going to do to Maggie? Kill her. The girl is pregnant. She is going to just die. And she's lost her father and her yep. sister already. Yep, yep. And everybody else who was with them at the farm. Mm-hmm. And and now Glenn, and she's also the voice, um, the voice of reason between the two parties. Right. So yeah, yeah. She uh, she's she, like screw the crops, yeah. forget this. She might go a little wacko. Yep. I told you she should not plant any crops because that's when all hell breaks loose. That's a good every point. single time. 
Just realize that, folks, when you plant crops, you can cause a death. Yes. Right. On The Walking Dead. Yes. So, no, it's it's going to be devastating her, and I don't know if she could bounce back from it. She may she may be this season Sasha. Oh, maybe. I could she see that happening. Have, either that or she's going to attack Deanna and kill her. <laughs> I thought Abraham was this season Sasha. Abraham's always got potential. Yes. We didn't get enough Abraham, and we had no Eugene this episode, which was disappointing. No. But we did get Abraham saying, this is the mission. Oh, no, he also said, we're not scared. That's right. What Alexandria that's all, needs. That's all we got out of him, though. We ain't instead of a medical doctor, Alexandria needs a psychiatrist. No doubt. Because a lot of people in there are just whack jobs. But well, isn't that what that Denise lady is? Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, they've got how convenient. Now. A doctor? Psychiatrist. Yes. <laughs> well, did you, you were just setting that up. You teed that up for us, didn't you? That's I really didn't nice. mean to. Well played, <laughs> madam. But thanks. <laughs> helping. <laughs> thanks for playing. <laughs> <laughs> Kim's gonna leave on a high. Okay, everybody, good night. I'm out of here. <laughs> Try the steak. <laughs> tried, tried to fly a lot. So I don't think we're gonna see Glenn next week. We probably won't see anybody next week except Morgan. But I'm really hoping that they clear this up in like at least two or three episodes from now. I hope we don't just have a long Morgan episode. That might bore me. So yeah, why are you guys saying we're gonna have a? We're just gonna see Morgan. Well, every every scene they showed from next for next week's episode was pitched Morgan. Oh, Morgan playing with his stick. <laughs> <laughs> he does like to polish that stick. Oh my god. <laughs> he does. Like every time he hits anything, he's like, "Oh, he stick! Does. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Let me clean you up." Oh my god. <laughs> Let me get this hanky. I'll get you clean. Yeah, she... It's pretty evident. He's been spending way too much time with that rod. He's polishing the knob. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. God. <laughs> uh, that's good. <laughs> He's gotten rather zen. All right. <laughs> you know what? I, I got to say that it's probably time to take a break. I agree at this think? point. Jeez. <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Is a relief, even months on end, buried in grief. Our easy light times, which have to end with the coming of your death friend. Death to everyone. Is gonna come. It makes Jose much more fun. Death to everyone is gonna come. And it makes Jose much more fun. Welcome back and welcome to Carol's Casserole Counter, where we count the episodes in which Carol's wonderful casseroles are not eaten. Stu, where are we at in the count right now? Uh, Scott, we're at episode five right now. Um, no more casseroles eaten. Well, that's a damn shame, because I'm sure they are just fine. So next week, we'll see if a casserole gets eaten.
I do have a few news items for us today. <laughs> uh, I'm getting it's hungry. Awesome. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. Sorry. Go right ahead. All right, so I do have a few news items for us today, and the first one's not really Walking Dead related in a way, but be careful if you plan to binge watch on The Walking Dead because a man in New Mexico named Damon Perry stabbed his roommate to death after a night of heavy drinking when he claimed that his friend started to turn into a zombie. So he beat him and stabbed him repeatedly. And then, of course, the man died. (laughs) Where that? Where was this? This was in New Mexico. The odd couple. Oh my. Yes. Wow. And he blamed oh. his actions on binge watching The Walking Dead on Netflix. Sounds like <laughs> somebody's got a bigger problem. It had nothing to do with the drinking. No. No. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But then I had a friend uh, tackle a life-size cutout of Boba Fett one night. Yeah. No. See, I can see that happening. <laughs> I attacked a uh, life-size cutout of Carlton Fisk one time. So, you know, that happens. <laughs> but nobody got hurt in the process. Your hate of Boston. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Bastard. Yes. Yep, that's me. Well, I, you know, having... Stuart, you, you've seen Kim's reaction to these things. I could actually see something like that happening. Someone just freaking out? What? Like yeah, that, like, like that, me yeah, stabbing they, Stuart to death. No, but maybe you killing yourself because Glenn was killed. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now you have you've almost ripped my arm skin off mm-hmm. before. Kim, get off arm. the roof! Get off the roof! <laughs> yeah, no, Kim was. Kim tends to just lock up, <laughs> so you just don't want to be in grabbing um, area she's, with. So with she's her. a little Nicholas, then, huh? <laughs> Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, Kim, come back. Come on, Kim. Kim, look at me, Kim. <laughs> That's only in during ho- horror movies. Okay. You threw a coffee mug at me one day. Though. I did throw a Ooh. coffee mug because you were being a jackass. You deserved it. Mm. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, that's your story, and you're sticking uh, to yeah. it. All right, so next news more item. More in the news. We have <laughs> Halloween weekend's coming up, guys, and so there's going to be a lot of shows debuting this weekend, and just wanted to give you a quick rundown. The biggest one, and one I'm kind of excited about, I don't know how we're going to watch it, though, is um, Ash versus the Evil Dead starts Halloween mm-hmm. night on Stars Channel, which we don't have, so I don't know how we're going to do that. You don't have Stars? Oh. No, um, yeah. but it stars Bruce Campbell, who was in the original Evil Dead, and Lucy Lawless from Xena. Very cool. <laughs> nice. And it was written by Sam Raimi, so that should Sam be pretty Raimi. good. Yep, yep, no doubt. And from what I heard, they're only like 30-minute episodes, and there's 10 of them this first season. Mm, gotcha. So they're pretty quick. <laughs> um, Grimm, season five, debuts Friday night on NBC. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, AMC is going to be showing their the trailer for their new show called Preacher that's coming out soon. I think it's hmm. actually in 2016. Um, it's their newest comic book show. And it's going to be huh. produced by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. And the comic book itself was created by Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon. And it focuses on a delusional preacher who gets supernatural powers. 
And there's also mm. vampires in it. So, sounds pretty cool. We'll have to check that out. His, his name's not Gabriel, is it? No. Um, also, something that we've already reported about in another episode is Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse comes out in theaters on Friday. Oh, yep. wow. So, that should be cool. And then, of course, Paranormal Activity came out, I think, this past weekend. So... You can go see that too. So there's lots of stuff. What is that? that Which one is it? Fifteen? Paranormal oh, Activity fifteen. I, I don't know. Paranormal Activity is one of those movies that actually scares me. There's not a whole lot that scare me, but ones that seem like they could possibly happen in real life scare the shit out of me. And I think it was the second one that dealt with the babies or the little kids. Mm-hmm. I couldn't handle it. Couldn't even watch it. I know coffee cups make Stu scared. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, and then the last little bit of news is pretty much a reminder that, yeah, Welker Stalker is this weekend in Atlanta, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There are still tickets available. You can get them online through their website. There are deals on Living Social and what was the place that you got yours at, Scott? Groupon. Groupon. And, um... Mm -hmm. They're still announcing guests. Just today they announced Brighton Charbonneau and Kendrick Green and Kyla Kennedy. So they will probably announce a couple more guests. Um, in the Who next are those folks? A couple days. Kendrick Green is Scott. That's mm-hmm. um, Sonequa Martin-Green's mm-hmm. husband. And then Brighton and Kyla are the two little girls. Okay. Brighton's the crazy one. Kyla's the little sister. I understand. Um, you can still buy photo ops. So if there's anybody that you want to, you're just dying to get your picture taken with, you can um, check out the photo ops. Thanks to a really good friend of mine, I get to get my picture taken with Stephen Yun this weekend, and I'm excited, especially Very coming nice. off last night's episode. And I think Stu and I are going to get our picture done with Melissa McBride. Yay. Oh, I only hope. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope she has a if knife. I can manage to get my picture <laughs> taken with Freddie. I'm going to do that too. That'd be cool. Um, But also, don't forget that they're going to have the Walking Dead experience, which is brand new this year. And that's where you get to walk through kind of like a haunted house experience, but with zombies and see if you can actually get away from them. And if you can survive, um, there's going to be trick or treating for the kids. There's panels. There's so much to do exhibitors and vendors, all kinds of stuff. So. Please, if you can go to Walker Stalker this weekend, go. You will not regret it. It is one of the best things to do in your life. So, Plus, we have, we have a good haunted house right near us, too. What's that one called, Kim? I don't think it's that big, though. Netherworld. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Netherworld. That's not big, is it? It is pretty big. It's the number one haunted house in the entire country. Oh, don't, okay. don't forget, folks, to also support your local haunted houses. A lot of them are doing it for charities. And yep. uh, you should try to uh, get there at least once and see what's all, what all the people have been working on. Yeah. So this is going to be a big, huge weekend. Um, Scott and Stuart and I are all going to be at Walker Stalker. Um, there's tons of events going on. So um, just get out there and have fun, especially if you have kids. And be safe on Halloween. Yes. Well, you yes. don't have to have kids. Come on now. It's Halloween. Be kids. Yes, yeah, be, be kids. kids. Everybody be kids. Mm-hmm. Good point. And that's all I have for the news. Well, next week on The Walking Dead, which will be Season 6, Episode 4, it's called Here's Not Here. Morgan must face his demons. 
and his journey from King County to Alexandria. It's directed by Stephen Williams, uh, and it's written by the showrunner Scott Gimple. Hmm. Hopefully he will say more in the show than he did in his statement. <laughs> um, it's supposed to be a 90-minute episode. That's pretty long. Uh, we'll have to see what... Uh, I hope they fill it with some interesting stuff, <laughs> not just not just Morgan playing with his stick. Um, <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of Chevy commercials, I think. That's right. That's right. Okay, so um, what mm-hmm. what do you think you will see next week? I told you what I think. I'm say. <laughs> was there I, anything else in the in the preview? I'm trying to remember. I thought no, there was more. It's nope. all Morgan. Oh, I, God, see, really? it's 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 from it's him traveling from Georgia to Alexandria. Okay. So I think we're gonna find out um, yeah, how, how he, he got, got out of that weird state that he was in when Michonne and and Rick found him. But I think we're also gonna find out how he learned how to be the Zen master. Yeah, yeah. we met up with David Carradine. <laughs> I know, but there's yeah, it's it's gonna be kind of a tough one just because there's so much going on right now that I want answers to. Right. I actually wasn't really, I don't know. I guess I wasn't really caring how he became that way. And was just happy <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I was happy he was that way. I mean, I like his character, but you know what? I don't need too much background. Right. I mean, they, I, I think we pointed out before that, okay, he was a crazy mess writing words all over his room. Mm-hmm. And now he's he's Zen master. We're like, okay, that's cool. Thank mm-hmm. God he's that way, but I really don't really care so much how he got that way. Well, I think we need to see what happened to him. I mean, we need to know what, what changed him, no doubt, mm-hmm. but not an hour and a half worth of it. Well, he's he's not that changed from the start, though. I mean, he he had a hard mm-hmm. time killing his wife early on, too, right? Yes, he did. True. So it's not like he all of a sudden changed to being, like, the pacifist. He, <laughs> he was kind of that way in the start, but anyways... Well, we, we also know he knows how to make booby traps, so you would think he'd be even more of a help at Alexandria. But yeah. I have not seen any of his patented booby traps anywhere, so that's a little disappointing. Not yet. Not yet. Yep. Um, Lots of staff rubbing. Oh, I know what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but if you are at Walker Stalker next weekend, there is going to be a viewing party on Sunday night, and it's free. So anybody can go to it, and you guys can all watch the next episode with everybody else that's going to be at Walker Stalker. Right. We're not going to be able to do that, are we? No. No, we're not. Damn it. That would be fun. That would be Sox a lot of fun. having kids sometimes. I know. Well, I'm yeah. trying to figure out, yeah, we got all the trick-or-treating and that sort of thing to do, too. That's um, going to be a busy day. Yeah, somebody's going to do gonna that, right, Scott? Day. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Sonia is my wife. (laughs) Okay. My dear devoted wife. Are you guys ready to wrap it up? Yes. Wrap it up. Okay. Put a bow on this thing. Thanks for joining us, everyone. You can find us on Twitter, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course, iTunes. And please subscribe to our podcast so that you don't miss another episode. You can also find us on Facebook and on the web at www.fearmepodcast.com. And if you want to get in touch with us or send us your thoughts on any of the episodes, you can e- you can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. And wherever you download our podcast, please be sure you rate us so that we can get bumped up in the rankings, if at all possible. And get more visibility. Yes. And we'll be back next week. I think next week when we come back, we'll, 
obviously be recapping the Morgan episode, but mm-hmm. we'll probably tell you about our escapades at Walker Stalker and yep. all the fun stuff that we did that night. And, and please check out our websites because we will be posting pictures from the Walker Stalker uh, convention. Yes, and tweeting, yes. of course. And tweeting. And, and Facebook, yes. Yep. Yep. And Twittering. So, So we will talk to you every writing things down and stitching. Mm -hmm. Okay. Taping stuff and annoying Kim. So -hmm. we will see all of you (laughs) at Walker Stalker and hope everybody has a great Halloween weekend. Bye. Good night. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.